Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas, uh, Texas, on Thursday, May the 25th. And welcome to our to our commentary. We're going to talk a little bit today about DeSantis, the DeSantis campaign uh, starting last night. I guess everybody expected it to start. Uh, there were a couple of problems, though, a couple of technical problems over at Twitter. He decided to, to start the campaign over at Twitter, which... You know, it's a different way of doing it. I don't know what advantages that has over giving a rally-type uh, announcement, as is the case with most of the most of the other candidates. But I think, given the you know the reach and the potential at Twitter, um, I can certainly understand why they tried to do it that way because he was going to be reaching maybe a lot more people. And unfortunately, there were technical problems at Twitter. And it didn't go very well. I think that, well, I don't know what the technical problems are, but apparently the system crashed or whatever. So as a consequence, um, it didn't go well. But it doesn't mean that his campaign is not going to go well. I think what it basically comes down to, as I see it, what it basically comes down to is there's a debate between these two men, President Trump and Governor DeSantis. These are, one of these two men is going to be the nominee. We'll just have to play out and see what happens. I don't think any of the others will be the nominee, whether it's uh, uh, Scott of South Carolina, Senator Scott, former uh, Governor Nikki Haley, also of South Carolina, uh, former Vice President Pence. None of those people are going to be the, the nominee. The nominee, now, I suppose it could be somebody that we don't know right now. That, that could theoretically happen. But I, I think you have to put your money on one of these two men. Uh, Governor DeSantis or President Trump. And I think the debate is going to be, and we'll see this play out over the next uh, over the next few months. The debate is this. President Trump is going to say, I did it before, and I want to go back and finish what I started. Governor DeSantis is going to say, President Trump did a great job, and I support his presidency, but I am more electable than he is. And that's what it's basically going to come down to, a question of electability. Who can win in 2024? Is it going to be President Trump or is it going to be Governor DeSantis? Now, there are good arguments either way. And, for example, in the case of Governor DeSantis, I think the the way he's running Florida, uh, the way that he has expanded the Republican Party in Florida, the popularity that he has among most Floridians, well, that's, you know, that's a very good argument that he could take the same uh, type of message to, a, to the country. Uh, I mean, some people say that Florida is very similar to the country, the demographics of Florida. And I think having a successful governor of Florida who has a strong economy, good values, uh, conservative all the way, that's a great argument to take to the American people. Uh, President Trump is going to say, well, you know, I already did this, I have a record, and I want to keep on going. That's a good argument, too. But to me, it comes down to the electability. That's the issue. My problem, I have not decided, okay, let me be upfront about it. I want to see these two men go at each other uh, a little bit more. My problem with President Trump is that I am not sure that President Trump is going to get a lot more votes 
than he's gotten before. Meaning if he does win, it's going to be closer to the way it was in 2016 when it was a close election that went his way uh, on the Electoral College or in the Electoral College. Uh, or it could be a repeat of 2020, 2020, where it was a very close election that didn't turn in the Electoral College because of 50, 60,000 votes that went uh, for Joe Biden. So that's the question I have. Is he going to be able to improve on what he did in 2020? Now, he's got some things going for him. No question about it. He's got some things going for him because I think some of the people who maybe voted against him in 2020 are going to take a look at him right now and say, you know, Trump was right. If we voted for Biden, gasoline prices is going to go up. Trump was right. If we voted for Biden, the cost of living is going to go up. Trump is right, or Trump was right, the border was going to be a mess if we vote for Biden. So he's got these issues. He's got, you know, there's going to be the ability to compare Trump's record with that of President Biden. And obviously, Trump is going to win that argument. But the question is, is that going to change enough votes to, to make him president of the United States? I don't know. I don't know. I know that in some of these polls, he beats uh, Joe Biden, but it's not consistent. You know, sometimes Biden beats him, other times Trump beats him. So it's kind of hard to say which, which way it's actually going. There's no question that Trump beats DeSantis in the Republican polls. Yes, he does as of today. But I'm not sure that that's going to be the same in six months. We'll have to wait. And also with respect to the general election, I think for me, for me, the most important thing in 2024 is the election of a Republican president. That to me is foremost. There has to be a Republican president in 2024. We got to clean up the Department of Justice. We got to clean up the FBI. We got to clean up the administrative bureaucracy, which has become absolutely a mess. So there's a lot of things that make me definitely say that we have to have a Republican president in 2024, but we also need a Republican Senate and we need a Republican House. And so what you need in 2024 is a Republican who can win big so that he can win the Senate and he can we can retain the House. Which one of these two men can do that? Well, ask me in about six months and I'll tell you. But I am not convinced that today, today, Donald Trump is more electable than Governor DeSantis. But at the same time, we have not seen DeSantis in debates. We have not seen the DeSantis campaign as a national candidate. So it's a big question mark as of for me right now, which is why I haven't decided which way I'm going to go. But I will tell you, and I'll repeat it again, we have to have a Republican president in 2024. We have to. We have to. That's, uh, that's not a uh, that's not up in the air as far as I'm concerned. We have to have a Republican president in 2024. Either one of these two men would be okay with me, but I haven't decided which one. And I guess that's what I'm going to be doing over the next three uh, to six months. So we'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. I like a good campaign. I like a lot of debates. I like a lot of back and forth. I want to see these two men punching each other. Uh, and let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. You know, we've we've had these debates before. It's not like we've never had fights within the party. I'm sure all of you remember in 1980 when the Republicans went at each other in the primary or 1988 when Bush and Bob Dole went at each other in the primaries or in 2000 when Bush and 
McCain went at each other, obviously 2016, when uh, Trump and others went at each other. So these are these debates are good. These fights are good. Uh, and right now, as I say, I've not made up my mind as to which way I'm going to go. I want to see these two men on the stage and see what they what they have to what they have to say. So we're just going to have to keep an eye on it. There was a major decision today by the Supreme Court, which once again confirms why it's extremely important to have a Republican president. The Supreme Court basically shut down the EPA. Now, the EPA is the Environmental Protection Agency, and they had uh, they had been using the Clean Air Act to do a lot of things that Congress had not designated for them. You know, uh, the EPA is an administrative agency, and they can only do what the Congress tells them. But under President Obama, there was a lot of governing by executive order, as you remember. And the EPA was out there doing things that Congress had never authorized. So the Supreme Court came down very hard on them today and said, no, you cannot do what the Congress doesn't authorize. And that's a huge victory. That's a huge victory, not just for the Congress, but it's a huge victory for the Constitution. Because we live in a country where the Congress tells agencies what to do. We don't have independent agencies running their own show. And that's what the EPA was doing. So this is a huge victory, a huge victory for the Constitution. And once again, confirms my point, we have to have Republican presidents putting strong judges in the Supreme Court. This is a decision that could have gone differently if those three Trump judges were not there. So, you know, that's why it's extremely important that we put conservative judges, and the only way you do that is by having a a Republican a Republican president. Well, there, there's a lot of commotion, as some of you know, in the country with Target, the company. Target, I have nothing against Target. I have nothing against uh, Bud Light. Uh, I don't even drink beer, so I, I'm not. Uh, they're not going to lose me because I'm not a beer drinker. But I think in both of these cases, and now we're seeing it with the L.A. Dodgers and the, the baseball team in L.A. and the other baseball team, the L.A. Angels, where these groups just simply don't have any common sense, don't have any common sense. Now, the Dodgers want to do a pride, you know, gay pride night. Okay, I don't really care about that. I mean, you don't have to go. You don't have to buy a ticket that night. So if you don't want to go that night, don't go. But the Dodgers are going way beyond that by having these these crazy groups uh, attend uh, some of these anti-Catholic groups like the Sisters of Indulgence or something like that, that is very disrespectful uh, to the Catholic Church, and that's something the Dodgers should have thought about. But it just seems like these corporations, whether it's Target or Bud Light or now the Dodgers and some other corporations, they're not thinking. They're, they're going woke, and, and then they realize after they go woke that their customers are not woke. Well, how does that happen? Well, it happens because they don't know their customers, or maybe they're letting their HR department and marketing department uh, run their operations. I don't know. But uh, I'm glad to see this happening. I'm glad to see that this is happening, because finally, some of these companies are going to have to pay attention to their customers. And they're going to have to understand that the overwhelming majority of Americans are more traditional, more conservative, and they don't want to walk into a store and see all of these uh, uh, outfits on the front door uh, of a lifestyle that they don't subscribe to, particularly for their children. So this is what happens when you don't understand who your customer is. You make a lot of stupid uh, 
mistakes like this. A couple of things from on this day in history. On this day in 1935, Babe Ruth hit his last home run. This was the last home run of his career. He was now an older player. He was actually not even playing for the Yankees at this point. He was playing for the Braves. He played for the Braves one season at the end of his career, but he hit number 714 on this day in 1935, and then he retired and said goodbye to baseball. And in 1977, on this day, the movie Star Wars was released. Now, when Star Wars was released, nobody thought it was going to be much of anything. And then it became a big deal. It became a big deal in one of the biggest movies of the 1970s. So Star Wars became uh, the big story of the summer of 1977. And I remember that because I was there. I was there in the summer of 1977. And I remember all those kids, you know, with their Luke Skywalker or whatever that uh, outfit was and the music and the movies and the lines to get in to see the movies. It was a big summer, the summer of 77. And it was because of Star Wars. Eh, there were other things, too. But Star Wars, of course, was the thing that everybody wanted to see. Have a great week, everybody, or a great day, everybody. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.